Hey guys, I'm Lucy, and you're listening to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of storytelling. I wonder what adventure awaits us today. The latest premium story is called Terence Wishes for the World to be Run by Animals. Terence makes a very special birthday wish that the whole world is run by animals. Little does he know, his wish is about to come true. And just what is going to happen if it does? To find out, just sign up to our premium channel. As a premium member, you have a guarantee of having your idea turned into a story and read out on the show. You also get premium-only bonus episodes, access to the entire back catalog ad-free, premium-only shout-outs, and our sincere love and appreciation for being so awesome and supporting our show. To sign up, just go to shortstoriesforkidspodcast.com. Billy loved science. One day, he was walking to school and saw a phone booth. He decided to go inside and try to call one of his friends. He'd never used a phone booth before, and it looked cool. He was also early because he'd been practicing his sprints for the up-and-coming race at the school. To his surprise, as he went to put the money into the slot, it started to shake. And Billy realized that it wasn't a phone after all. It just looked like one. Instead of individual numbers listed on it, there were years. So turning a dial, he could either go back or forward. It seemed to be a time machine. Billy wondered what year he wanted to leap back to. He might end up being late for school, but for a time machine... He couldn't give up on this chance. He didn't know what year to go back to, but he closed his eyes and spun the dial. When he opened them again, he saw the year 1876. Then everything began to spin, and soon he found himself staring in the yard of what appeared to be a horse ranch. Hello, said Billy. Is anyone here? He looked down and saw that he was wearing chaps and cowboy boots. He didn't think that his age had changed, just what he was wearing and the year he was in. Howdy there, little partner, said a cowboy coming up to him. You should not be playing outside today. It's too dangerous. The outlaws could be anywhere. They escaped Sheriff Walder's jail last night. Didn't your ma or pa tell you that? I don't like being cooped up all day, said Billy. It was the first thing that he could think of, and he didn't know if he had a mother or father in this long-ago place. Well, for today, you need to be, said the cowboy. If it is so dangerous, said Billy, what are you doing out here? Someone still has to see to the stock, said the cowboy. Before Billy could go inside, the sound of horses' hooves could be heard, and the cowboy picked him up and ran towards what Billy guessed was the bunkhouse with him. Inside, there were many cowboys keeping an eye out. 
Just the McLeod Ranch crew, I think, said one of the cowboys. Maybe someone is hot on their trail because they sure came this way fast. Hide here, boy, said the cowboy, who'd taken Billy into the bunkhouse. No, said Billy. I want to help. Well, what can you do for us? asked the cowboy. There has to be something I can do, said Billy. Well, I doubt it, said the cowboy. The outlaws aren't going to listen to us. We'll have to fight. Fighting isn't always the answer, said Billy. Listen, kid, said the cowboy. That might be a good lesson for the classroom, but sometimes it doesn't work. I don't know when you got to the West, but this can be a dangerous and difficult place to live. Well, why don't you at least give it a try? asked Billy. The cowboys didn't really like Billy's advice, especially since he was a child, but they also didn't like having to stay inside on guard or sneaking around to get their ranch work done. The McCloyd Riders had already come into the bunkhouse and were safe. So, one man raised a white flag and carefully stepped out onto the bunkhouse porch. From there, some talking started. They learned that the outlaws didn't want to be thieves. They'd made some bad choices that had led to other bad choices, and then worse. The outlaws agreed to go back to jail and serve their time. Then, they hoped to get jobs and settle down as long as someone could help them get back on to the straight and narrow path. The ranchers agreed to be open-minded, following the outlaws' jail sentences. The cowboys were surprised that young Billy's suggestion to talk about things worked. With the outlaws on their way to jail, they offered to show Billy around the ranch. He was excited about the chance to go for a horseback ride. He was even looking forward to eating beans from a can, although the tin peaches actually sounded better. He was even going to get a chance to practice roping. Several wonderful hours around the ranch ensued as Billy got to practice being a cowboy. There were even cattle dogs that helped them with the roundup. That night, under a sky filled with stars, there was a party in town to celebrate it being safe again. And Billy put on a clean set of clothing and got his first opportunity to learn how to dance. The dances looked a lot different than what he was used to seeing people doing back at home. There were lots of sweets served at the party, including cakes and pies. They reminded him of the ones that his mom and grandma made, especially the apple and chocolate tarts. There were two men playing violins, and everyone danced the night away. The cowboys and townsfolk were interesting people, and Billy was glad that he'd been able to help them. He was also looking forward to his next opportunity to time travel. When Billy was finished with his adventure on the ranch, he stepped back onto the spot where he'd first landed, and then found things swirling around again. But instead of getting back home, he found himself in the year 2065. He landed on the moon, and instead of being in cowboy gear, he was wearing a silver astronaut.
astronaut's costume. Much to his surprise, he looked around and saw a village had formed on the moon. He didn't know how it had happened, but saw a calendar with the year. He could also smell something delicious cooking, so he approached one of the shiny silver trailers that was parked on the moon's surface. A man wearing a leather coat and silver boots came out and welcomed him to the moon. Then he invited Billy to join him behind the trailers for the cookout. They were celebrating their settling on the moon with all kinds of food and snacks that Billy had never seen before. We call this moon soup, said the man. It's made up of bright vegetables like carrots, broccoli, and beets, and cooked with something new that we found here. It's a cross between pasta and rice. It was in a broth made with water taken from a special stream on the moon. Billy sat down and accepted the soup gratefully. It was steaming hot. He waited for it to cool down a bit and then took a sip. It was really good, and he had another cup when he'd finished that one. For dessert, there was chocolate cake coated with a new kind of fruit that might only be available on the moon. Later on, a group of people took him exploring. He stood on an observation desk and watched as it cast shadows down onto the earth. It was fascinating. But after a while, Billy began to miss home, and he headed back to the spot where he'd first landed on the moon. Then he closed his eyes and wished that he was back at home. He found himself back in the time machine booth. The year was once again 2022, and when he looked at his phone, he saw that he could still make it to school in time. He didn't know how it happened, but no time had passed in the booth since he'd first gotten in it. Billy picked up his school bag and headed down the road. He wondered if the time machine would still be there another morning so that he could go on even more incredible adventures. When Billy got to school, his teacher gave him a funny look. Um, Billy, what is that cowboy hat you're wearing on your head? Billy's eyes traveled upwards, and he realized he brought back a time-traveling souvenir. The end.